I'm right about this, Mark. I'm right about this. I'm correct. <clears throat> All right. Oh. What's going on, everybody? Well, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I cracked my neck really good. That's funny. All right, hold on. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Screenshots, the Drinking Game Movie Podcast. We just came back from seeing Top Gun. No, no Red Tails. No Pearl Harbor. Right. No. Good Guy- lord, man. <laughs> no way. Devotion. That's what we saw. We just came back from seeing Devotion, and we are devoted to divulging how we felt about this movie. But before we get started, make sure you like this video, comment your thoughts about the movie down below, and of course, subscribe to this channel so you don't miss out on any more reviews. Show anyway, us your devotion. <laughs> show us how your devotion to us. <laughs> anyway, I'm your host, Mark Trevino. This is co-host Johnny Cruz. Johnny Cruz, what's it about and what's it making? What it's about, right? It's uh, a, a new, this new action drama war film directed by the J.D. Dillard, who I don't know who that is. He probably directed a good movie at some point. It's starring uh, Jonathan Majors and uh, Glenn Powell of Top Gun fame. Not Jonathan Majors. He's of Kang fame. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was him. And uh, the logline is a pair of U.S. Navy fighter pilots risk... (laughs) A pair of U.S. Navy fighter pilots risk their lives during the Korean War and become some of the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. There we go. I can read. You can read. Congrats. And uh, the budget. I thought, like, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, that's probably, like, you know, a $30 million. Like, it's probably a low-budget thing. Yeah. It's $90 million is the budget. So it's not going to make its money back, which it should, because it's actually a great movie. Um, I don't know. I feel like there you could have made this movie with a lower budget. You could, could have scaled it down if you had to. Well, I asked you, what would you remove, though? I, well, I, I can't, you know, I can't. Off the top of my head, I don't know. But I feel like if you... Gave like a writer a few rewrites of like knowing like hey, all right take the budget down because a lot of the you know let's not get ahead of ourselves, um, but uh, it's projected by Box Office Pro this weekend to get an opening weekend uh, for the three day holiday weekend around uh, like six and eleven million mm. uh, for its opening with uh, a five day of like I guess like ten to fourteen, um, but right now the pre- the precise prediction for this weekend now is seven million on the three day and ten million on the five day. Which isn't great because the budget's ninety. It would have to. I feel this movie would have to make over a hundred million domestically, um, to even think about breaking even because it's not going to have that great of an international appeal. Not at all. Um, but uh, so yeah, that kind of sucks. But people should go out and see this movie. There's a lot of people there the tonight actually there more was. than we thought, and this the audience skews very old. Um, there were young, like young girls behind us though. I don't oh, know yeah? if they were there with their parents, but yeah, because at the end of the movie they were yeah. giggling because they saw Joe Jonas as a credit. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, but older audiences tend to be slower to come out to the movies. So since the audience is very old for this, maybe it'll make you know a good like forty million dollars. Maybe I hope it, if if it makes forty million dollars, it's respectable, even though it's, it's it's bombs. Yeah. But um, anyway, Mark, what did you think about the movie? I'll tell you by what did you <laughs> think. I'll tell you what I thought. I thought this was a great piece of good old fashioned movie making, son. I thought this was a great character-driven war movie, and yeah. I thought it was a good good piece of work. What did you think? Good piece of work. I I um, this is the first war movie I've ever seen in theaters, um. So I didn't know what to expect because every single time I watch a war movie, I like I really like it, and I I did it. I, this wasn't advertised a lot. This the marketing was yeah. nowhere on this movie. Strange. So I didn't know what to expect, but I really 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 liked it. I thought it was fantastic. Um. Like I think you and I are gonna have the same score. We're we're gonna the the solid number we have we're gonna is gonna be the same. I, whatever point we give it after the solid number, I don't know, but we're gonna have the same solid number. I think. Um, 
So I really, I really liked it. What, what did you think about the, um, what's, what's the word? Like how long the movie was? You think it could be this, you know? No, I kind of liked, cause like, as opposed to like, because people compare this movie to Top Gun and like you said, like Red Tails or whatever. This movie, after seeing this movie, you shouldn't compare it to Top Gun because it's no, very not at all. Not like at all. Top Gun is very like adrenaline fueled and stuff like that. This is not going for like that. The, the action in this is much more mature and it's very it's not slower, but it's much more yeah. Um, uh, uh, what would you call it? Contemplative. Contemplative. It's very it's it's a lot more uh, character focused than I thought it would be. I thought I thought it's it, it was very it, like yeah. it was smold it was smoldering it was smoldering yes there, there we, go. we go now we're getting some fancy words oh. but like a lot of like it, it very slowly built out the character relationships between the two main fellows and I really liked that a lot there were some um, points where I didn't feel like their like every time their relationship would hit a peak whether it be a negative or a positive one sometimes I didn't feel like the peaks were earned yet. Um, but overall, I, I'm I'm very happy with the way the relationship was built. Yeah, the movie carries itself very solidly and maturely. Yeah, I didn't realize I was Kang. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's just jacked for no reason. He's, like, he's fucking o- jacked. Obviously on steroids. He's like, yeah, I'm a, na- a naval he doesn't look That doesn't look like steroids. Do you think that's steroids? Dude, he's on steroids. Yeah, you think so? Shut <laughs> your mouth. Everybody in Hollywood. That doesn't... Nobody... Oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, there's actually... You know what's fun? Also, there's a... What do you call it? What? Uh, there's a scene in this movie that I thought was really funny where it's like introducing uh, uh, Jonathan Majors' character, Jesse Brown, um, to like his wife and his home and his family and stuff like that. And there's yeah. a very funny scene where the husband and wife are like playing around like, you know, like a young couple. Like they turn the lights off and they're like, I'm going to get you, like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they, they turn the lights on or whatever. And the dad's holding the daughter. And like the, the two parents are laughing and the daughter like actress girl is just like ha- like the most joyless expression on her face like not having she fun at all. She was adorable though. She was so sure, cute. Sure, but like they couldn't have got her to giggle for that scene. Like, like maybe they're like they're both like whoa, look how fun much fun we're having. And the daughter's just like, <laughs> I thought, I you know I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Whenever I see a family in a movie, I just like I I get so um I'm like I'm filled with so much joy. I think it's so cool. It was so it was so nice and cute. I guess I didn't really notice that. I thought I thought she was such an adorable little girl, mm. but um. I did like their relationship. I really like that. I also like th- this movie's obviously about um it's what's the main character's name? Jesse Brown. Jesse Brown, that's right. And, and then, uh and then Tom Hug Hugner? Hug Hudman? Sure. But Hudner? J- the movie's obviously about Jesse and not only his um his service in the Navy, but his battle with like racism and segregation and uh-huh. all that stuff. But the racism and segregation is such a backseat. To like what the movie's it's really more, about, yeah, it's more inferred, which I really like because yeah. they they shouldn't take a black character and make his only, you know, characteristic. Hey, I'm battling racism. No, he's right. more than that, and I think that's really cool because I feel like a lot of times when they say, "Hey, this character's battled racism," that's all they make the character. But in this, he's like, "No, he's a fucking war hero, and he knows yeah. what he's doing. He, he's 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 Maverick, but in real life, like he knows what he's doing. You know, like he's what you upset because I said Maverick. You said Maverick. Is that a word? Oh no! Wait. Oh, oh let me. It's not the title of the movie. Does it really have to do with the movie, though? Shut. Yes, it does. You mentioned it in the t- opening. Don't no. Don't you try to do this? I know what you're doing. Okay. It okay. okay, okay. It ain't gonna okay, work. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. So I think um, they handle his character very, very well in the mix between um, him being a war hero, the mix between him being a family man, him having to battle, uh, you know, racism, and him just being uh, like a regular soldier, like everyone else. Yeah. They juggle that really, really well, but the emphasis is definitely on. You know the brotherhood and building relationships. Um, yeah. And can I, I want to mention on the racism thing. I liked. I thought it handled 
like that subject matter very deftly, but I I would have appre- not appreciated, but I would have thought I would have I think uh, there's a there would have been a part of Jonathan Majors as Jesse Brown's character that would have had a little bit more weight to him, um, if we like visually saw some some more like if the, for, so for example there's a, like a lot of the racist stuff that like, he has to overcome is like implied or inferred throughout the movie. There's a few scenes yeah. where he, he like you see him deal with it like directly. But I would have enjoyed, uh, not enjoyed. I would not have enjoyed if there was more racism <laughs> in, the, in this movie. But I thought it would have given more character or narrative weight to the movie if there was, say, it felt like it was missing like a superior that was like making things for harder for him because he because he was a black or whatever. Like it felt like there was no. It would have added some more friction with his character amongst the being on the crew because otherwise it seemed like he was just having a pretty easy time, and then he would be like, "This is all the things that people said to me." that we haven't seen off screen in his background or backstory. I would have, I, w- I thought it would have wor- worked a little bit, had more weight to it. If there was like a higher up, not like throughout the entire movie, like a, to the point where he was annoying, just like a few scenes where like a higher up would say like, come and yell at him because he blew up. Like he did something. He goes, you didn't follow orders. And he's like, you know, you're not, uh, you're not mad at me because I didn't follow orders. You're mad at me because I'm black or whatever, like that type of thing. You know, I thought it would have, benefited from that I, I i know what you're saying i think though that the you know combination of all the the minor uh racism yeah, things com- combined with all of it gave us that superior that was saying oh, i'm better than you just because i'm white or something like that right um i i like he he <clears throat> he went through like the racism thing in like in france we saw it firsthand well, yeah that's not a spoiler yeah, they're, they're in france it's a nice there's a really fun sequence when they go to france yeah um, the, he experiences uh, racism firsthand. Like we see it firsthand yeah, with him, true. like on the ship, and then a big part of the movie, and, and this isn't a spoiler because it happens in the first minute. Um, uh, he is saying horrible things to himself. Um, and you could hear his words. It's like he's saying yeah. racist things to himself. So yeah, he's been battling racism his whole life, and his whole thing is, this is what I was what I'm dealing with, but I'm better than those words. And also firsthand again, we see. Uh, the cops come to his house and say oh, some yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. I so guess so right. I, I think that they handled it very well. And also, his higher-ups, which, by the way, they I'll say that later, how his higher-ups were like could have screwed him, but some stuff happened. Um, I think that he was the best. So it's like, we we can't really lay a finger on him. Like, mm. he's, he's carrying this team. So... I think with all the racism combined, I think I think everything he got, it was like no, I think they did it very well. Yeah, um, I, you know what I think? I think ahead. that you should take your shot. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it seems like this. Might, our scores might be very very close. <coughs> I'm thinking. I'm gonna say. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. Our scores are gonna be within two decimal. Within two. I think. Should we write them down? De- yeah, write them down. Just now. Write them down. Okay. And this movie at the like at the end it got me because I wasn't this is actually based off of uh, like a true thing, and um, and I didn't know that. And then it, it had a surprising amount of like emotional punch at the end. Like it really got me at the end, and I didn't expect that it was at getting all. me. I, it was getting yeah. me. But but I don't think that because I I wasn't exp- I wasn't ready for it to be a true story either. But I I kind of suspected. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, but like I said before, like there's peaks to, to these, these moments, the, these emotional moment peaks, some of them didn't feel earned. And I felt like at, let's say there was five emotional peaks, two of them, two of them yeah. just did not hit for me. It's very, very restrained. Yeah. Two, two of them just did not hit for me. And I feel like if those two had hit better, 
the the whole crescendo, the whole emotional crescendo would have destroyed me. Yeah. But but because it was missing a, a little bit, and I and which is weird though, because how long was this movie? Two hours and eighteen minutes. This is two hours and eighteen minutes. It's a decently long movie. I feel like that they really couldn't have made it any longer. But if they had, I would like them to have added more of like emotion in like a brotherhood sense you know because i feel like they although it was them spending time with each other and then building a bond i feel like i missed a little bit of that for some reason i don't know there's no bad cgi we should have said that at the beginning we should have there's no bad that's what i can you like please just clip this somewhere in the beginning somehow special announcement if we have if there's a dead spot in the in the beginning just do a special announcement <laughs> Special announcement. We forgot to say this in the non-spoilers. There's no bad CGI in this movie, really. I yeah. I commend this movie for giving it's like solid it's this movie's so solid, like on every front, basically. Yeah. It's it's incredible. There was only only literally one maybe one shot where I was I noticed. And it was it, there was only one shot and it was uh when the plane caught uh the wire on their car- aircraft. Yeah, I, or the wire. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Next. That was a that was a great scene. I Yeah. If you're Devoted. Does voted mean you're not devoted? But wouldn't voted mean you're devote you're devoted because you went out and voted? What are, where are you going with this? I don't know. I just thought <laughs> of that. I, just, I was trying to think of something else while you were talking. You know, also, don't. you know, also, this is the Forgotten War, by the way. Yeah, the, the Korean War is they the, the first. Yeah, you're only you're trying to say, say that to sound smart. They said that at the, at the beginning. I know where you Did got they? that. Oh no, I was just talking about with my dad because of the never the thing. I tell you off off camera, but um. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. You definitely that's definitely an original thought no, that I, just manifested in okay. your brain. Okay. Well, you think I no, I didn't come up with that fucking thought, but I didn't get it from this movie. Okay. But everyone you learned that this is the forgotten war. Everyone no one fucking talks about it. Yeah. Okay. What's your problem? Well, anyway. <laughs> um let's do you want to go to ratings? Sure. All right. Let's come up with a thing. All right. So, I got the 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 rating here. Since this is like the proto dad movie, like I had to I feel like I was I feel like I was uh what do you call it? Compelled to to ask my dad to go see it because I felt like it would be like a crime if I didn't ask him to go see it. It's oh, a yeah, very d- right. dad oriented movie. In fact, there's a there's a there was a guy there's this old guy next to us. We're watching a movie. You know, there's explosions and planes going around and stuff. And then there's and the guy was didn't say anything. And then there's one scene where like somebody gives another guy a Rolex, and then the dad the dad next to us just goes, "Wow." Like, that yeah. was, like, the big moment for him. Really. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so let's, in honor of the dad movie thing, let's uh, let's give my rating. The rating's going to be, how many da- How many dads is Devotion their favorite movie out of 10? Go ahead. How many dads? Does that yeah, sentence make sense? All right. Wait, wait, we got to, we got to, okay, let's both give our final thoughts, and then we'll both do our score at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, give okay. us final thoughts. All right. So, uh, my overall thoughts, like, I'm rattling them off here. It's a good old-fashioned kind of war movie. It, it, it feels like it was made like sort of twenty years ago, and in some sense, like it doesn't feel like a. It it, it feels like a throwback to like old-fashioned movie making. It feels way. like Pearl Harbor, the movie, like the, the yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, no, well, yeah. um, it's not like like we were saying, it, like people are comparing it to Top Gun because it's like planes with the same actor, but it really isn't. It doesn't try to be Top Gun or isn't really concerned with being like an adrenaline fueled, you know, action movie than it is just like a kind of a character focused kind of more mature war movie, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that about it. It has great emotion. Um, and so there we go. That's all my thoughts. I'm going to say... Oh, wait, no, you go. Yeah. Um, it's, it's two hours and 18 minutes, right? Yes. Long movie, um, but I, I, did, I didn't realize that until until about maybe like the, the end of or the middle of the third act. I was like, oh, this is pretty long. 
but it didn't it didn't ruin the movie for me. I liked it the the entire way through. Um, and usually when I noticed the length of a movie, that tells me okay, this isn't doing very very good. But I think I noticed it because I didn't want it to end, uh-huh. and that's a good sign. I really liked the movie. Um, I think the action was there's this wall. There's this one scene. Uh, when they were in the sky, oh, it was so good. You don't get it. Like if my dad was, if my dad was in the theater, he'd be freaking out. This one scene was incredible. I think that they've got a lot of uh, really good punchy things. If, if you're in it for the action, that's. I mean, like, you're not gonna get too much of it because it's like Johnny was saying before. Uh, I mean, there is a very very tense sequence that I liked a lot. Oh no, there is. But before Johnny, we did the this rating thing. Uh, Johnny was saying that uh, it's very mature. Uh, movie and I agree and I think that's why I enjoyed it because of the brotherhood thing because of building camaraderie for um, the soldiers being like this we're in this together or there was one line this is, this isn't a spoiler at all because you say in every single fucking war movie the line was like your 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 number one job what's your number one job bring them home so it's like that that's the movie but every time there was an action scene ten out of ten for me for action scenes like it was so cool all right I want to do the let's do the let's do the rating you want to f- say it yeah so I'm gonna say the all right, so out of how many dads is this their favorite movie, this is what we gave it out of 10. Ready? All right. You want to do three, two, one? Three, two, one. Wait, wait, no, no. We're not saying it. I'm, tell, I'm d- giving you an example of what we're going to do. So we're oh, okay. Sorry, so sorry. So three, three, two, one, go. Okay, okay. okay. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. 8.4. 8. Ooh. Oh shit! Within two, I said it was oh gonna be within God. two. Damn! All right, I almost did eight point three too. Okay, so then there you go. There you go. Eight point. So oh, okay, so eight point three is the eight point three is boom. The, this is one of the best movies of the year. This is good. This is one of the best movies. You know, you know. We just remember we saw we saw one movie with Sarah, guest of the podcast, and we 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 were in the parking lot. We were shouting out our favorite movies of the year, and only one movie we had a difference in. But I think this movie might change our favorite movies of the year, the top five. It's going to change it. Ooh, maybe I don't I th- know. I, I think, don't know top five, but this I is, think I, it might change. I it. I would recommend everybody go see this because I don't want it to yeah, bomb. Yeah, please go see I, this because then good. they won't make movies like this again. That's the thing. That's the thing. I want to because I know this is going to be on Instagram. Honestly, I want to say this before this before go, Instagram go clips go over. Go see the goddamn. Go movie. watch this movie because that's for real. Last episode we did, we were we stayed in here. We were talking about the new Avatar movie coming out for a little bit, and we were talking about like wh- when this movie comes out, whether or not it makes money. What is this going to solidify for movies in the future? Is it going to solidify that theaters are over, or is it going to solidify that theaters are only open and good for high budget, super crazy cultural movement movies? Right. I don't really want that to be the case. I I want to see movies like Devotion. I want to see movies like She Said. I want to see movies like Bullet Train and like all these. Bullet Train made money, which is good. Yeah, I I want to see these movies, and I feel like if we don't, because listen, you, what you're gonna do is you're gonna go on net, wait wait for it to come out on Netflix, and eventually movies like this are gonna stop coming out on Netflix because they're not making them anymore because they don't yeah. make enough money. So if you're just gonna wait for to watch it on Netflix, then you're hurting yourself because you like these movies, you gotta go support them where it matters, and it doesn't matter if you watch it on Netflix because Netflix technically isn't even a profitable business yet. Think about all the right. other streaming services. Like the so, re- like everybody likes the big, let me say it this way: everybody likes the Revenant, right? I don't really like it that much. Um, but when that came out, it was a big deal because it was huge, a huge deal. It was a rated R movie that cost $150 million and a lot of people were looking mm-hmm. at it like, if this movie does good, then we're going to be able to take some risks in the future. But yeah. if it bombs, the studios are going to clamp down. They're not going to, they're going to be more, um, careful with what they finance and they're going to, you know, more, most likely rely on like, you know, franchise movies where there's a bigger chance of them making exactly. some of their money back. And then the Revenant made a lot of money and, you know, we got to see some more, if this... But now, since like movies like this are 
bombing, we might not see those for a while. And and, and one more thing, for people that aren't the only into like superhero movies and stuff like that, I have an example for that. If we stop seeing movies in theaters, movies like the Deadpool 1 wouldn't have come out. That's a rated R superhero movie that was super risky. It was so risky that Ryan Reynolds had to come out and leak his own footage that he got in a lot, a lot of trouble for. We don't really know if he did, did get in trouble. But he leaked it because he wanted to make it. He wanted people to see how good it could be. If we He got in so much trouble that they made him star in R.I.P.D. Yeah, yeah. But seriously, if... if <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't even finish what I was saying. I thought you were going to say something else. No, 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 no. I thought no, you no, were going no. to say something else. I didn't even finish what I was saying before he pretended to think that was funny. I literally thought you were going to say something else. Ridiculous. I thought you were Never mind. I'll tell you later. But anyway. I... If you don't support movies, movies that you like won't be made. That's what I'm saying. Um, I thought you were gonna say that. Yeah, they broke the rules and they made him star in Deadpool. I thought no, that's a, and that's no, why. No, no, no. You know, you should probably just like listen to people when they talk. No, I usually wait for it to my until it's my turn to talk. What's again. that? <laughs> you got you ready? Yeah. All right. Spoilers, spoilers in three, two, one. You are still dangerous. You can be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. You can be mine. Very sad death. Sad death. Yeah, I was tearing up, man. Yeah, I was too. Let's was just have that right. be the opening. Let's huh? just have that be. You started on sad death. Let's like that, yeah, yeah. Let's have that be yeah. the opening. Yeah, we're we're back already. Yeah, I was tearing up, man. I got that had some really good emotion at the end. That was rough, dude. Yeah. You do you think that? Um, do you think that he bled to death or froze to death? I don't know. I thought that was kind of. I, I wish we saw. Like, I mean, I guess we kind of, you know, understood it in some sense. But like, I feel like it wasn't visually clear what was how he was pinned. Like, you just saw his knee. In like a thing, it was it was the uh, like the the, the console the, like the console. His knee was up, but like what was behind his knee? I don't know. What were they pulling on or pushing I on? Think, I would have liked I to see a little bit more detail. I think it's because the space between the console and the seat got yeah. so squished well, he, that yeah. he couldn't unbend his knee to get out. Oh, okay. Um, but but yeah, I that was it was a sad death. I like that scene where the Joseph Cross the the actor Joseph Cross his character who's uh the the Bama guy. He was the the medic who picked him up in the yes. helicopter. I liked when he was like, "Fuck, I I don't even have it. I don't ah, have it. Ah, I was gonna ah. play helicopter. Oh. And I didn't do it, and I didn't do it." You should get. You should get. Have to take a shot for false beep. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, but when he goes, "I'm gonna get him," and he went and got him, that was pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Glenn Powell is fantastic cool. in this movie. This movie felt like um, this movie felt like it was kind of tryouts for Glenn Powell and Jonathan Majors to be big stars. Which they should be. Yeah, I think they. they can, I think they can do it. I think they both got the charisma. Charisma. Yeah. Um, Mark doesn't really care as much as me, but I I care point two less than you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I I I just can't. I I still feel like I'm 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 trying to uh, absorb this movie a little bit because um it like there's not much to think about. It's just a good movie. Like you know when you come home from a movie and sometimes you're like man I gotta really think about like what that meant. So you don't you don't in this. It was just a good movie. Um, I, I was very convinced by, um, Jesse's marriage. I thought that was great. I, I was, I knew as soon as Jesse crashed his plane that what's his name, the, the other, the white pilot gonna have to go down was going to go down there. You know what I, you know what I kind of, you know what I liked, but I, I, I didn't know. Cause I, there was, there was the, the scene when he crashes, right. And they, they choose to keep the point of view up with the pilots in the air to see like, oh, he's not moving. Like there must be something wrong. Um, we got to get like, you know, we got to get down there before the fire gets them. I thought that worked well where we didn't know what was really going on, mm-hmm. but I, I think I would have maybe appreciated a little bit more if they can wring out some more tension out of that scene where they cut to Jonathan majors and he's trying to get out or something and the fire starts to grow 
because they mention like, oh, the fire's gonna eat them alive. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, oh shit. And then it they don't really do anything happens. with it. Yeah. So I, I would have liked while while Glenn Powell was making the decision and going down there to get him, they kind of like ramped up the you know the tension a little bit with the fire getting closer to Jonathan Majors or whatever. But it, you know, I'm sure there was a reason for not breaking the POV of that scene. Uh, how much of this do you think was CGI? There's no bad CGI. We should have said that at the beginning. We should have. There's no bad. That's what I. Pre- Can you like please just clip this somewhere in the beginning somehow? Special I'll, announcement. I'll try. In the, I'll try. If we have, if there's a dead spot in the in the beginning, just do a special announcement. <laughs> special announcement. We forgot to say this in the non-spoilers. There's no bad CGI in this movie, really. I yeah. I commend this movie for giving. It's like solid. It's this movie's so solid, like on every front, basically. Yeah. It's it's incredible. It was only only literally maybe once. one shot where I was I noticed, and it was it, there was only one shot, and it was uh, when the plane caught uh, the wire. On their character, aircraft yeah, I, or the wa- yes, That's it. yeah, yeah. That was, a great, that was a great scene. I love when he goes the first, and like when he when uh, Jesse Brown is trying to land. I was like, my palms were sweating a little bit. I thought that was, a, I thought the tension in that scene was great. I was really like, oh shit, yeah. You know, um, do you say some? Oh, the reason why I asked, like, how much CGI do you think there was? Because like, how much, how much of this do you think was like, like re- remade, like planes? Like, how much of you think this was actual flying? Yeah, I don't know, because there was one point where I couldn't tell. That's the thing. Like, I couldn't tell when the planes were fake or real. They were cool, man. Especially when on the... Like, in the air, obviously, they're probably CGI. Like, the, like, like the MiG looked so real. The Russian MiG? Oh, the plane. The jet. The jet yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked... That was an awesome... That's the scene where my dad would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is that, what scene were you, is that the scene where you were talking about? That When you were like, there's one scene? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think that's that was so cool, man. Because like, imagine being like, you're sure you're badass America, but Russia's got a jet plane, man, and it's like, and you're you sure you got like fucking twelve of your guys, and we just saw a MiG. Like that was yeah. that's like seeing like that's like finding a needle in a haystack at that point, and it's like holy shit, and they're all pissing their pants, and they know what that fucking thing is, and also I, this was this part was a little weird. Like it might be true. But they shot down that. You know how hard it is to shoot down a plane while you're in another plane. Pretty yeah. hard. Like to become an ace pilot, you shoot down seven planes and you're an ace. Uh-huh. Like that's almost impossible. I think I don't. There, I don't think there's any living aces left. Um, you you might want to fact check me on that. But I don't know if that would be reasonable. But it was a very very cool scene. I loved it. Thought it was awesome. Um, I kind of understand. Um, Glenn is the main guy. The the. Glenn. The the lieutenant lieutenant yeah Glenn Powell the lieutenant when the lieutenant filled filed uh the report about how uh, Jesse was like uh, insubordinate or whatever I understand the lieutenant doing that because it's literally his job and he didn't have a th- second thought he was like yeah man you did great you did an awesome job and, and Jesse's like why did you report it like that and the lieutenant was like oh yeah. man I guess I guess I didn't really think see about this is that. where I would argue for like a commanding officer who's a dick because that would have been a perfect scene. It felt like there was a there was a missing um, corner to that kind of dynamic there because we, we we never visually or even really verbally that much it's like implied by Jesse Brown but we never visually see any consequences um, with any weight like for him not following orders there he goes like you put it all they see is this or whatever I think that would have worked better if like you know. He followed the paper, and then we see Jesse Brown get called aside and go, like, after this next mission, like, we're grounding you, we're going to put you back over here or whatever, and, like, adding some consequence to that. Because they felt like he was just like, why'd you do that? And then 
he was like, shit. And then he got the paper and he's like, no, it's still not good, you know? And it, you know, it felt like there was a missing because nothing happened after that. I knew that. You know? I knew that's what you were talking about yeah. when you mentioned that. Um, I thought that would have been much more compelling if they were on sort of bad terms where he got demoted after this next mission, and then he was mad at um, Glenn Powell. You know, there w- I don't think there would be enough time in the movie to explore that though. No, Let, no I'm saying you could just place that in the scene, like. Like they, they mm, had okay. it, they had the space, yeah. but it felt like instead of having like a triangle, they just had like a straight line that was, that never really went up and down. It felt pa- too passive. I think, I think the, the purpose of that though, was for Glenn Powell to learn a lesson and not for Jesse to be, to, for the, for the audience to be like, oh, Jesse's getting fucked up right now. I think. But, but Glenn could also still learn the lesson. I think yeah. there's room. Yeah. I'm right maybe, about this, Mark. Maybe, I'm right about maybe, this. Maybe that's one of I'm the correct. Maybe, maybe that's one of the emotional peaks that I, I I could have benefited from more. Like the ending could have been better. Um, I thought the ending was done great. I, I think the peak of their like brotherhood though happened in France. Yeah, that was cool. I liked the fr- the France yeah. segment was so fun. That was great. I didn't realize like the the only time I've ever like I like I I feel like this is all Americans. The only, like, racism I've ever learned about or segregation is, like, American racism and segregation and all that stuff. So I don't know what it's like in other countries or what it was like in other countries. Uh So when he was – people were being racist towards him in France, um, it was interesting to see because I've never seen that context before. Um, I also thought it was, like, there's no way you learn fluent French in high school. Also, France France sucks. Everyone hates uh, France. My sister-in-law is from uh, England and she hates France. Everyone apparently it's because that like they they are nice people but their culture sounds harsh like the way they talk to each other so people mistake it for being mean when it's not actually being mean it's like when you when you're a piece of shit to me but I know better and everyone else around me is like man Johnny's an asshole honestly I shouldn't say that French sucks because I I worked for this uh, production like live event production thing uh, with Barker for like seven months yeah and one of the things we had to go to Miami and we had to put on this corporate event for these French ladies. And this, these girls, these ladies, uh, Zoe and Lola, and they were awesome. Is that when you won the bottle of whiskey? Yeah, that's when I won the bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and then I did, they, I was I was testing out the mics on the stage there. Yeah. That was weird. And I was testing out the mics on the stage, uh-huh. and and I was saying stuff like jokes or whatever, and they were laughing. And then they go, say something, they go, say something in French or whatever. And I go, and I look over at Danny, and Danny knows what I'm going to say because it's an inside joke between us. And I go, and he, he, he looks at me, and he goes, do it, do it, dude. And I and I go well. I can try a a, uh, a boyoing, <laughs> and these ladies like fell on the floor laughing. It was they it killed. It was all it was so funny. They were great. Anyway, so Fran- oh France is awesome. I love yeah. French people. So um, they gave us alcohol and stuff. It was cool. Hmm. Do we have Did, anything else to say? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so when they the the bridge scene when they saw the MIG and they blew up the bridge, which side were they on the Chinese side? Or they were on the Korean side. I don't know because I think. Cause I don't know, like I don't know anything about the the uh, the Korean War, right? And I it was interesting how they were saying that like we need to attack or like bomb this bridge, but we cannot like attack China. We have to let them shoot us. Like it was weird. Yeah, they said if you well, they said like if you you have to make sure you drop bombs on the right side of the border because if you drop it on the China side, you're gonna start basically World War Three. Yeah, like a month after World War Two ended, basically. It was a month. It was I know like, it was like it was... several years, but. Um, try five, dude. Yeah, okay. It was 1950 December. Can you imagine being a pilot man in one of those things? I remember I went to the I went to a, a, a marine museum, um, and it showed like all the weaponry and all the vehicles, and it was really cool. 
Um, my grandfather's my grandfather has has a brick with his name on it somewhere there too. It's really dope. But um, I remember looking at the engine to one of these planes, and I'm like, holy shit! My dad was looking at it, and he was like, how the hell did they get this thing up there? It's yeah. like you look it's at funny, it. It's funny because you think like. Because you see planes now, and they're like they're like super sleek and like very yeah. precise. And you look at like a plane from back then, like they turn yeah. it on and it goes, "Oh god, <laughs> it does!" And you're like, "How did that people like survive?" Like flying? it's crazy because you picture you picture these pilots in the plane thinking, "Yeah, like this is sound science. We figure this out." Yeah. But then in hindsight, you're like, "Bro, you just strapped a you just gave a motorcycle wings yeah. and just went away. Yeah, like that's fly. crazy, you know?" Um, Even helicopters back then, like. Like yeah, the helicopter like the helicopters like they're made of like fucking tin rods. You know they, they got there's this they're so fragile looking. There's dude. this bolt on a helicopter called the Jesus nut because it's the only thing keeping the propellers uh, in place. Yeah, there's Jesus. one. There's one thing keeping the propellers in place. Yeah, um, there's also like, a parody of that on Pornhub called the Jesus Nuts. Okay, easy there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I think that's I think that's so cool. Um. When it comes to dad movies, right? This is top tier dad movies. Top tier? How soon before, like how many years before this is on the History Channel? If History Channel still exists. Two. <laughs> I mean, as soon as it's, it's going to premiere on T... It's television premiere is going to be on Channel 47 on Optimum. Damn, that's funny, man. How would you rate this out of all World War II movies? Out of all of them, I don't know. I don't have. How many have seen? All right, let me give you. A, I gotta give you a list. Yeah, give me a list. Okay. Okay. Well, obviously, Saving Private Ryan's number one, but I'm gonna yeah. say it anyway. I've seen. A lot, I've seen like a. The, John Ford made a lot of World War II movies. You know what I want to so see more like, of? There's like Mr. Roberts. They were expendable. A few of those kinds of movies. I don't want to see more of like specialty World War II movies where we had like Fury and it was about tankers. I haven't seen Fury. You haven't seen Fury? I know. I have to see it. Oh, Johnny Cruz, it's so good. That's a movie I would have wanted to see in theaters. That's yeah. what I but I want I want to see more specialty movies like like, like World War Two snipers, World War Two tankers, World War Two, uh, yeah. you know, pilots. Like I know we have it all. Um, it doesn't have to be World War Two. I'm just saying like war movie. We with can a start specialty. a we can start a World War Two cinematic universe. <laughs> can you imagine? We can go World War Two tanks. Some, someone call Quentin. Yeah, that's something he would do. Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. He's only making one movie, bro. Do you know that? He's making one more. Dude, right? do you know that Quentin Tarantino is only making like one more movie? Then wasn't there a room that he was gonna do a Star Trek? Yeah, but that's not a thing. He's gonna, he's making a TV series. He's gonna do a mini series, oh, eight episodes. What? Nobody knows. The entire eight episodes is gonna be two people talking in one room. Yeah, right. Yeah. What? What, Amanda? Quentin Tarantino said he didn't write his next movie. He was on the Tom Segura podcast, and he said he hadn't started. Yeah, that's where he. That's where the, the it was exclusive. He said he was gonna make a TV series. That's cool. And and Tom, Se- Tom Segura was like, "Can I read for that dude? Like, please." And he's like, "Yeah." Oh, did for you it. see Tom Segura's uh, trailer for his movie? No. Oh, no, 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 not Tom. Um, Bert, Bert Kreischer. No. Oh, Johnny Cruz. You gotta watch that. All right, I'll watch it, guys. Uh, let's go into movie recommendations. Movie recommendation. I'm recommending two movies. Okay, go ahead. This is the first movie I ever saw Glenn Powell in, right. and I really liked him in this movie. This is back in 2016. So this is before I like knew. I I even I knew even less of what I was talking about back then than I do now, and I knew that he was like really good. It's called Everybody Wants Some from 2016, uh, uh, written and directed by Lin- Richard Linkletter, and it's a comedy. And it, the logline is: In 1980, a group of college basketball players navigate their way through the freedoms and responsibilities of unsupervised adulthood. Um, and it's really good. It's sort of like a spiritual sequel to Dazed and Confused. If you've seen that, I have not. And it's a very funny movie. Good characters and stuff. Um, so I'd recommend watching that. And then the second movie, 
in honor of the Korean War. It's the it's a Korean. Oh, thank war. God you said what? Korean. This is a, oh you can still get me in the movie recommendations. Yeah, after until word reveal. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Now I'm just typing in <laughs> Korean War like an idiot. No, but in honor of the Korean War, I'm recommending um a movie that's about the Korean War, but it's about Vietnam. Explain that one. You know what this movie is. It's called Mash. Oh, 1970, okay. Robert Altman. Classic. Elliot Gould, Donald Sutherland, Tom Skerritt. Classic movie. The staff of a Korean War field hospital use humor and hijinks to keep their sanity in the face of the horror of war. That's a movie? I thought it was a TV show. The movie was 1970. And that spawned... It was such a, It was the second highest grossing movie or comedy of the year. And it was very successful. And... um. And then the, the the series came out, I think, like a few years later. Um, and uh, I'd never seen it, the series, but I love the movie. I see, the series would be a lot to get to. Cause it, 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 it the, was, the series overshadowed the movie for sure. A lot of people don't know that the movie exists. And a lot of people, a lot of people who think that the movie exists thinks, oh, the movie, they did, they did a movie for the MASH TV series. No, this is the movie that started the TV series. You know what? I feel like we need more. Or led to it. They've rebooted it. But. I feel like I would love to see like a modern Monty, Monty Python gang like mm-hmm. make humor like that again. I, I think I think I I feel like so hu- humor the way humor was like back then that dry humor or even like that that humor that actually has like some like depth to it like they had in Mash I feel like um we don't really we don't really get that anymore out of anything you know yeah I'd like that I'd like that I I would like that a lot how long is Ma- how long is it where can we get it hour where can we get these things Mash is an hour and fifty six minutes and you can get it at drum roll give me a drum roll give me a drum roll just do it with your think- mouth idiot. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, I can't do that. I what? Wait, no, no. If we're if we're gonna say that, go ahead. Close your left eye. Only your left eye. I can't do it. I can't close. <laughs> my, I can't wink with my left eye. I can only link, wink with my right eye. Ready? Watch. I know. Do, do, I do, can't, now close God both damn, eyes. Close both eyes. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know. There's there's like a muscle that's missing. So I can't roll my tongue, and you can't wink with your left eye. Which one of us? All is you have more to do stupid? is put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and go. I've never been able to do it. What do you mean? That? <laughs> You're not you not being bro, able to do bro, that. You is can't way wink. more stupid. You can't wink with your left eye. It's not that like a lot of That's people can't stupid. do that. <laughs> keep telling yourself oh that, God. buddy. Yeah, keep telling Screw yourself. You. Anyway, mash. You have to rent it. You can't. You can't. Okay. Um, you have to rent. It's in, available anywhere. And then everybody wants some. Give me two seconds. Don't don't get me angry, Mark. I'll fart <laughs> in this room. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah, okay. Dude, you I don't care. Like, dude, I don't fuck I, I don't I don't <laughs> can get, I like, tell dude, you what else like, I can't a lot of people do? a lot of guys say they don't give a fuck. I genuinely do not give a fuck. Let me, bro. Let me tell you what else I can't do. I don't do. give a shit. What? I can't move my pinky and ring finger independent independently of each other. I can't do it. My friends think I'm lying to them, but I really can't do it. Well, who's the real idiot? You can't even do it. And uh everybody wants some uh Paramount Plus on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. Look at um that. Yeah, if you have a premium subscription to Hulu and Amazon or whatever. Oh, yeah, really? Well, Amazon a premium subscription is like one of those things where it's like you can stream HBO on Amazon Prime. It's like an extra 15. It's stupid. Wow. That just sounds horrible. It's dumb. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Don't move. Don't move. Guess what movie, guess what two movies could potentially be behind you on my uh, monitors? Uh, the Ryan Gosling, Barack Obama, and MLK. No, these are real movies. Oh. One one of the most famous movie in 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 cinema history. In Star Wars. N- no. Citizen Kane. Yes, and then the other one, uh, recently came out. Not very good. Horrible CGI. Came out this year. Horrible CGI. Was it a Marvel movie? Yes. 
Is it irredeemable? Is irredeemable. It Thor. C- no. Irredeemable CGI. Really? Doctor Ir- Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange had bad CGI, but I don't think it had as much. It had more than bad CGI than Thor. I don't know. No, because because Doctor Strange is known for their visual effects. So. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching. Yeah. It's refreshing to see a movie with good CGI in it. Yes. Holy shit. We went to we'll see you guys on the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Peace. We didn't forget we, the word we reveal. We Who said that? It. Who said we forgot it? The w- word reveal. I got. I had pilot, plane, navy, and froze. And, and Korean. Froze. It's four. Okay, Korean. Uh, story, true, maverick, bro, and died. All right. We'll, all we'll see all you right, guys. Bye. bye.